Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's podcast. We have Jeremiah Jennings from Trustville, Alabama, the Auburn Tiger fan. What's up, Jeremiah? What's up, Paul? Excited to be here. Uh, it's crazy. Season's already almost over. It's flown by. Yes, sir. You're, now, you're talking about lawn care season. My, my brain's care, in college football season. We're just getting started. That's right. Football is uh, football is just getting started. I don't know. I mean, we're already three weeks done. We're already through uh, through week three, going into week four. Uh, got a big got a big week on the plains this week. I uh, got the old Bulldogs coming into town. Really, we'll to whoop up a little bit. So okay, uh, we'll this, see. What we can do. That'll be a funny. I'll, I'll be excited to be at that one. That'll be a fun game. All right. So what are you, what are you taking me to? Uh, who are they going to play when when I come to town for an Auburn? Probably like New Mexico State or something. Oh man, I was hoping for a big. <laughs> primetime game there they call it in the plains down on the plains that's right is marty remind me is marty an alabama fan or a bulldog fan it depends what week i think georgia's his favorite team but he's a big alabama fan as well so if it came down to georgia and alabama in an sec championship i think he would cheer for georgia but if it's alabama or georgia in a college football game against a big 10 team or against whoever he's he's going to cheer for alabama or georgia He's okay. an SEC yeah, homer. I hear that. Well, uh, yeah, he he's gonna be he's gonna be crying this weekend when the old uh, when the old War Eagle puts on a puts on a hurting. So I we'll hope see. so. I'm just kidding. This is the worst offense we've had in a long time. This offense looks horrendous. Okay, does Mike Hartline is he one of the coaches? Uh, not that I know of. I don't know. I don't know them all, but he's not our OC. I know that Philip Montgomery is our OC. Okay. Mike Hartline went to my um, high school and uh, I saw, I think it was on Facebook or Instagram. He had a picture of him, you know, on the coaching oh, you staff. Might have, you might have the most random connections to people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like you just you, literally just like having a conversation. Oh yeah. I uh, hung out with Shaq the other day. Oh yeah. I know. Uh, uh, he, what was some rapper that lived in it? Like lived in the apartment next door from you or something. It was Allen Iverson lived in my apartment complex. Yeah, he, Iverson, yeah. he is a, one of the best point guards ever play in the NBA. And he his he had a big house in Buckhead. It got foreclosed on. Then his ex wife lived in Sugarloaf Country Club. That's where I worked with the kids. So somehow in all of that, he moved into my apartment complex. I came home from working uh, one day doing lawn care all day. I get to the pool. There's a guy named Frank. This guy's a character, and I never really did find out what he did. But Frank was at the pool all day every day. And uh, not Doctor Frank. No, no, no. This was this was. Uh, the different Frank, very different Frank. But he says, Hey, he said, Hey Paul, he's like, we got a new neighbor. And I'm thinking it's some, you know, attractive woman or something. Cause he's like talking about it all. He's all excited about it for me. And uh, he's a married man or whatever. He's like, we got a new neighbor. He's all smiles. Like, well, who is it? And uh, he's like, AI. I said, AI, like Alan Iverson. He's like, Oh yeah. And he's like, that's his mall back right there. Or I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. But in his um, bankruptcy or whatever, he got to keep the fancy black car and it had the Pennsylvania license yeah. plate. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, 
that is a very expensive car. You know, it's all like Honda Civics and Honda Accords and Toyota Camrys, maybe F-150. That's what an apartment complex looked like. And then some ghetto cars. Then here's this black mall back with these Pennsylvania plates. And lo and behold, it was, it was Allen Iverson. He lived there. That's crazy. That's and, crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, Hey, Hey, I mean, that's why I was really living in a big city. So yeah. And he would go to Carabas, um, and Rick Flair, the wrestler, he would go, I mean, you just be, you know, cause I worked at Carabas. There'd be Rick Flair at the bar, Allen Iverson. They're just like normal people. Like everyone yeah. else was just eating dinner. And like, you know, it wasn't even people were like, Oh my gosh, can I get your autograph? It was just like, First time he came into Carabas, my buddy Tito was the bartender who's a, from Philadelphia, big Philly fan. He's like, he was thinking to himself, that guy looks like Alan Iverson. And so Alan orders a drink. He's like, can I get your ID? And Alan Iverson slides him his driver's license and, and Tito looks at it. And he's like, I thought that was you. And uh, gave him his drink and all that. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Well, how's life been, man? How, how's everything been going? Great, Jeremiah. Um, I'm fixing to head out to Vegas for... Uh, Jobbers season two of their podcast, and then to Dallas for uh, Mr. Beast is doing a, a vid summit for teaching you how to do YouTube and, and a bunch of uh, top tier video creators. Um, so I'm headed to Dallas for that, and then it will be time for a quip after that. So October is going to be crazy. Yeah, when are you leaving for Vegas? Um, uh, this upcoming weekend. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. That's we were in Vegas back at the beginning of the year. Uh, it was awesome. It was a good trip out there. So hopefully it won't be as hot while you're out there. Maybe it'll be cooled off some. So yeah, any tips? I'm a I'm a first timer. My my goal is not to make any bad decisions and not to lose any money. Your money. There you go. Don't blow all your money. But uh it's fun. It's a cool environment. Have you've never been out there, right? Never. I mean I've fl- I've been to like the airport because I was catching connecting flight, but I just looked yeah. out the window and I saw it. But I didn't actually, you know, leave the airport and actually walk around the strip or anything like that. Where did y'all stay at? Uh, I don't remember. We didn't stay. We didn't stay at one of the resorts. We just stayed at the hotel. Um, you were at the Bellagio. The yeah, we were not at the Bellagio. But the, is that where you are? Is that where you're staying? I don't know. A uh, jobber. Thank God they're paying for it. So I don't. I mean, I hope no, they don't. What's crazy? Those resorts are not even expensive, and you would because there's so many of them. There are so oh, many rooms like. There's so many, they're not even that expensive. Like you can get a nice room at the Bellagio or something like that um, for like 150, 170 bucks a night. Like not wow. bad at all. Um, well, I, was, I was shocked when I saw how the prices on them. Cause I, I didn't even think about like, I didn't, when we booked our room, I was like, I'm not even, I didn't even process trying to stay at one of those. And then I got out there and I was like, man, I wish I would have, but uh, I don't know. Some of them are kind of gross though. Like the, cause all the casinos are like down near the lobby and you walk in there and it's just like, it just smells like cigarettes and smoke and um, bad weed. And it just, yeah, but you just hope that doesn't, you just hope that doesn't make it up through the air vents into your rooms. That's what would suck. But uh, it was a cool experience. I mean, like I said, you, you kind of gotta, you gotta shield your eyes. You don't know what you're going to be looking at walking down the street. But other than that, it was actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, it was, it was extremely clean for the class of people that you have there. That's that was something that shocked me. Like, you have a bunch of people there that are just trying to like blow their money, lose all their money gambling. Like it's a bunch of, uh, let's just be honest. Like there's, there's some trashy people there. There's some good people. There's some wealthy people there, but there's a lot of people that are just like, just bare for, there for bad intentions. Uh, and with that class of people there, you would think there's a lot of trash everywhere. It's actually not, it's actually a very clean city. And I think, 
um, you're going to see, they just repaved like the whole strip. Um, the whole, like literally the whole strip they just repaved because they're doing some indie race, some indie car race or something to do there. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Formula, formula racing, I guess. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Formula one. It's, it's a big, uh, it's a big deal. Um, they, they have a race here in October. Um, I went to it last year with, they have Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all these super nice cars, Porsche. You need to come over when they come. We have uh barber motorsports. It's like one of the biggest ones in the, in the South. It's like 20 minutes from, from us. You need to come over when they do that weekend and watch it. But when's the Talladega, um, uh, when's the big thing they got over there? It's uh, coming up, October. ain't it? I'm pretty sure it's October. Yeah. It's yeah. usually, it's usually, they do it twice a year. It's October. And then like May, maybe either end of April, early May. Um, is when it usually is. So yeah, it's cool, but you, uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, did you fly from Atlanta or Birmingham to get out to Vegas? Mm, to Vegas, we did Atlanta. We went straight from Atlanta to Vegas. What was that flight like? Cause I don't, I don't really like long flights. You had your wifey with you. Huh? You had your wifey with you though. That is, yeah, that's correct. It wasn't alone. Uh, I mean, it, honestly, it's kind of better if you're alone. You can just, just lay back and go to sleep the whole time. Uh, but no, it was, it was fine. It wasn't bad. It was like three hours, three and a half hours, maybe. Um, coming back, you get the tailwind, so it, it's a little faster. Going out there, you're flying into it, so it takes a little longer. But, um, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was, a, it was a smooth little ride out there, and uh, it was a good trip. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you get out there, and you can the Hoover Dam is like 30 minutes away, 45 minutes away from downtown. So you can ride out there and see that if you want to. Um, yeah, it was cool. How long are you going to be out there? I get out, I get out there Sunday, 9.59 a.m., um, which will really be kickoff time, one o'clock PM for the Browns Ravens. So I was hoping to find like a pool or something and go, you know, watch, watch the game in the pool. I, I saw one of the restaurants or not restaurants, like, um, I forget the name of the re- casino resort, whatever it is, had like, uh, all these screens and then they had like pools all over and you could like, you know, be laying out the pool watching the game. But, um, I don't get to watch much Browns games because they, you know, they play the dang Falcons games here. So, <laughs> So it, this happened on my show the other day. It's something with the Bluetooth. It only it only stays in here for like eight minutes at a time or something. Um, you have a Roadcaster one or Roadcaster two, one. Uh, but I don't understand what. Uh, I don't understand why 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 the audio sounds so bad coming through Streamyard. But who knows? But yeah, it's a it's cool. It's a it's a there's a there's a lot of different pool areas out there. Um, you can go hang out and stuff, and it'll be plenty hot enough. It'll be yeah, probably 85 still out there. So nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it, <clears throat> but I don't think our listeners, if we have any left care about my <laughs> Las Vegas tales, um, <laughs> let, let's talk yeah. about equipment. man. You're, you're going to get to be a um, guest podcast guest at, yeah. on the big stage uh, at the morning show, uh, Thursday, October 19th in the main ballroom. What, what are you thinking about? You know, the bright lights, the big stage. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to be there. Uh, it's a cool opportunity. Uh, thanks to Naylor and everybody for thinking of me and doing it. Uh, but it's just, an, I mean, like I'm honored to do it, but at the same time, it's like, Hey, it's another, it's just another thing to give back. I mean, that's what we're doing. It's not anything crazy. Um, we're getting up there and giving back to the community. That's what we're there for. So it's going to be a fun time getting to get up there. Me and Caleb Allman are going to go back and forth and there's no time what we're going to get into um, that we have not even like having any talks about what we're going to talk about. We probably won't talk about it until seven o'clock that morning. Uh, and the show starts at eight, I think. So is, it, is that when the, is that when it is eight o'clock? It starts at eight o'clock on Thursday morning, October 19th. Naylor's interviewing Keith Kalfas. 
Um, then you guys will come up we'll, at 8.30. We'll like figure out Gary Naylor's interview or something. We'll, we'll figure out what we're going to talk about. But it, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. We're going to bring a lot of value, uh, a lot of entertainment, and uh, it's going to be a good time. I, I'm excited. I know you and Jeremy's talk is going to be really good. I love uh, Jeremy Connect with Jay Jacobs. Uh, they, they're doing some great things. Uh, he's he's kind of in the – the algorithm is pushing him to me right now. I've been seeing all of his stories recently, so it's cool. Um, it kind of goes through spurts. I see him hard for like a month, and then he just kind of disappears. Uh, but then the algorithm will push it back up. So I guess it knows that a clip's coming or something, and um, we're all kind of running the same circles. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's cool. Do you listen to audiobooks, Jeremiah? Of course, yeah. You should listen to a book by Daniel Lapping called Thou Shalt Prosper. I have heard that's a good book. It is fantastic. But he talks about – he talks about – it's interesting perspective about giving back because I used to say that myself about giving back. But mm-hmm. he says, well, what, what did you take? Like, why are you giving back? What did you take something? Mm, yeah. And, and his point is like when we add value to somebody and, uh, you know, mow their lawn, for example, or put in sod, we, 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 you know, we serve them and then they give us what's called a certificate of appreciation money, you know, but giving back sounds like you took something and he goes in on these people that call them like wealthy people, like filthy rich or stuff like that. And all these negative connotations like um, how these movies and how the culture tries to paint a successful business person as evil. When, if you do it right, it's you serve someone and that's how you become wealthy. You, you know, you do that over enough times of serving someone, you, you get wealth. So he, in the book, he basically talks about never say the phrase giving back. Cause it sounds like you took something. Yeah. Um, you could just say give. I mean, that's what yeah, gonna you do just, you're, you're going right. to, you're going to, you're going to um, add value. Like you said, add value to the community and, and share your expertise. And, and so anyway, I've, I've omitted after reading or listening to that audio book many times, I've stopped saying giving back and I've just been mindful of, of like, um, and I don't say like filthy rich, um, cause I'm trying to get rich, but it's, it's done in a way where I serve my customers well, and then they applaud me with money and then we just keep serving, you know, I keep serving them. So yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. What do you are you going to title this show? Uh, interview with Growing Yellow? Is that what you? No, no, that was just fun I had with Ben Naiman because I first uh, on air experience together since then. Yeah, I, I, we we had some fun with that, Jeremiah. Because oh yeah, that was the week you're you're anyway. It's just for those who don't know the context, Jeremiah did this sod job, and and I got so mad because he puts out yellow sod. Does a whole thing on if you if you water it enough, it's gonna come back. And I'm blah, thinking, blah, 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 yeah. Blah, so we blah, we, blah, blah. we called you growing yellow landscape in there. I didn't know you heard that. Oh, I heard it. Everybody <laughs> heard it. You know how many messages I got telling me how hard you you went on me? They were like, "Man, it's okay. You do good work." <laughs> well, I hope they knew we were. Me and Ben were being sarcastic. I mean, we're. You know, yeah, like, like yeah, it's all good. We, we put out some green side last week, though. Put out some green side last week. So. Yeah, you're crushing it with the sod job. Now, how do you price those, Jeremiah? Uh, it's uh, we we obviously mark of our material, uh, and then we just I know how long it's going to take us to do it, and we just factor in our hourly rate that way, and and go to town. So you got to rec- um, go ahead. I was just saying, I I actually am not using a software like a like a estimating software for landscaping yet. Uh, I, I was earlier in the year, I, I ended up moving, moving on cause we weren't doing as much landscape, but now we are. And so I'm like, probably next year I'll get back into that and using a software because it is a huge time saver and I can make a lot more profit. I guarantee it on it. So, 
Um, we're just kind of doing everything pen and paper as far as that goes. Now, I'm not running my lawn maintenance side pen and paper by any means. It's all, um, all it's all card on file, all uh, systematized on the routes and all that stuff. But yeah, as far as landscaping goes, we're just kind of, um, just kind of learning and growing as we go. Um, how much was that machine you bought? The the wannabe dingo. Uh, it was thirty, I think, about thirty grand. So that was with a bucket and everything. So. Uh, it was, it's turned out to be a good little machine. It's been, uh, it's putting a bunch of, we've been putting a bunch of work with it. So now, do you, do been, you rent uh, like a, a Harley rake attachment for it or, or have you bought we one? Or? Anywhere around here that I can rent attachments, which is unfortunately, uh, or it's unfortunate, unfortunately, uh, it is unfortunate that I can't rent that. So that, that'll probably be the first attachment I buy. Honestly, uh, I'll probably, I'll probably buy it in spring of next year. Um, we're going to pull the sugar on that on a Harley rake. Uh, but, I just make do everything right now. Uh, if we do side, I just scrape it all with a bucket. I just scrape down your, a couple. Does inches your bucket have those teeth, or is it just like a flat bucket? Mine is smooth. Mine is smooth. So and you can it, still kind of you can still kind of maneuver it to get a a grade on the sod for before the sod. Oh yeah, it does. It honestly does better grading because it's got the smooth. I can actually like I can grade it smooth and stuff. So. Uh, it does better than a tooth bucket there. Now, as far as like hot, like moving bulk, like digging into the dirt and, and things like that, that's where your tooth bucket comes into play. But really all I'm doing is I'm just scraping off that top layer. I mean, I'm getting under the, getting under the root system and getting that out and getting that top layer off. Uh, and then we're just spreading tops all on top. So like, I don't really, I'm not digging deep. I'm not trying to dig a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so the smooth bucket does everything I needed to do. And then we got a set of forks that we used for, demo and things like that um as far as pulling shrubs and things you can you can make those two attachments go a long way if you know how to use them the right way and i still don't even use them to their potential so yeah but back back into the pricing i was insinuating you know as you're doing these sod jobs to make sure you're charging enough because you got to pay off that thirty three thousand dollar or whatever it was piece of equipment yeah um so i was just helping a guy the other day with the sod pricing on the sod installation and and people don't realize like you got you got to charge a lot to to make sure you're profitable. Um, there's yeah, more- you got to. I mean, if you if that machine's out there working, you got to make sure you're getting paid for it. Uh, even even when that machine's sitting at home. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee. It's time to take your business to the next level. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at Lightspeed? Hey, I'm Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop right here on the Green Industry Podcast and every other lawn care podcast you listen to. I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge I've given in those interviews, but I want you to experience the power of putting Lightspeed behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. Are you tired of struggling to explain price increases to your clients? Look no further. The Green Industry Podcast has got you covered with our price increase letter template. Simply download, customize, and effectively communicate your price adjustments with ease. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com today and take control of your pricing strategy. It's got to be paid for. How much is the uh, a, a pallet of a zoysia uh, running in, in Alabama these days? Uh, don't quote me three forty five. I think three forty five or three sixty five, something like that. And then so what about for a Bermuda? Uh, one forty. 
Well, no, one hundred and sixty. It's one hundred and sixty. So that's that's if you're buying straight from the farm. Yeah, but you 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 think Zoysia's better looking over there in Alabama? Oh yeah, yeah. We did the big one. We did we did eighteen pallets of uh, emerald back earlier in the year, mm. and that was that is that was a beautiful yard. We posted that the other day. Uh, it's coming good, and, and if you do saw it at all, you you know that like especially when you're doing the heat of the summer, like you're gonna have a piece or two or three die within there. Like at some 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 place in there, they're gonna have a piece that didn't just doesn't take root. Something dies, and you go throw a new piece, and you're good to go. Uh, we did 18 pallets. I drove back through there. I've drove through there a couple times now. There's not one piece that died. It, wow. it turned out awesome. Um, we got really good quality sod for that one. And, uh, yeah, it turned out to be a really good project. Do you so. roll, do you have that roller now? Um, how's that? Yeah. Yeah. We rolled, uh, and it makes a big difference. I posted the video the other day before it was rolled and then after it was rolled, uh, it, it makes, it takes the seams out. It takes the gaps out. Uh, it lays it down a lot better. So, um, it, it, I think it's, it's not a necessity. I mean, I'm not going to see here. No, I think it is. Cause because you, you, you want that root. You want that root to connect back to the earth. It is, it is definitely an addition. It's, it's a good. It's a good thing to be. It's a good practice to have. But your sod is not going to die if you don't roll it. I, I, I would say it is a necessity. If, if if you're a green industry podcast listener, roll your sod. It it is a it is yes it is a very good thing to do. It is a if you're charging the customer what you're charging, you should be rolling it. That's not a question like that. Um, you should factor in that time and and money to roll a sod. So. Well, this, this young man I was talking to, Jeremiah, he's never done a sod installation before. And I was, you know, explaining it to him that when the sod at the farm gets ripped out of the earth, it's yeah. an absolute survival mode. It's, 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 it's literally dying by the hour and you need to get it back connected. And, and, and you know, we have, you know, Georgia clay here. I don't know what you guys have in Alabama. Um, I did sod in South Carolina at my sister's who lives next to the beach with this beautiful, like, sand that was just like heaven i mean it was like yeah that's yeah, like the best you could ever imagine. oh it was like the saw i mean they, they sent me a picture the other day i'm like my god that's amazing because we have yeah. this dang hard georgia clay but it still will connect to the georgia clay but when you roll it it helps you know kind of push it down um even even closer to our clay so that it can connect faster and then obviously i told them you need a bunch of water you know, that first couple of weeks, um, it's cooling off now, but you still need to water the crap out of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I mean, that's, that is the only way your sod is going to die is if it doesn't get water. Uh, as long as you, as long as you water, at least in our climate, as long as you water, um, you're good, a good 30 to 40 minutes at a time, uh, once or twice a day, you're in good shape. So yeah, uh, morning or evening, though, not during the day. Yeah. Well, I would say morning for 45 minutes in the morning, because in the evening and it's not bad to water it in the evening, but then it's just sitting there, um, you know, overnight, it's just sitting on that zoysia. And, and a lot of times here in Atlanta, we're similar climates. Um, it gets this, this weird little moldy stuff on it and, uh, fungus and, and, uh, yeah, morning is definitely better because you get it nice and saturated for the sun to come that day. You prepare it. Uh, if you do it at like six or seven that night, uh, I know a lot of people that do it. Oh, excuse me. A lot of people do it at like, two or 3 a.m. I think that's a really good time to do it. You get it down, you get it nice and down in there really well before the sun even comes up. Uh, and then as soon as the sun hits it, it starts, it starts working. Yeah. So my, my, my guy at the farm says long sessions, 45 minutes in the morning is, is best. Uh, oh yeah. yeah and then you, don't wanna, you don't want to water it shallow. And this is, this is the whole con- People are going to, we can move on. Cause this is the whole conversation you and Ben had in, in, uh, <laughs> in 
that you should be thought experts if you listen to both these episodes. But um, yeah, it's, it's nothing crazy. Just make sure you're, um, make sure you trust your customer that they're going to water and put the things in place to do that. So. Yeah. And let, and let them know, at least from my perspective is it's not guaranteed. Once the sod goes down, I right. can guarantee, unlike Jeremiah, I can guarantee it's going to be green. But oh my after that, it's on them because if they don't water it, um, it, it, it doesn't have a chance. Yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. And especially, uh, that's like, I, it was scary doing that, doing that side, that 18 pallets. And we did that like the 4th of July week. I mean, oh, it was, wow. it was the hottest time of the year to be doing that. Uh, yeah. but I really trusted these. I, and the, the crazy thing, they had no irrigation. There was no irrigation on that yard. It was just simply hose, hose and a sprinkler. Uh, but I really trusted these people. They put, I mean, trust me that when you put that much money in your landscape, uh, you better, I think they're going to take down the time to water it. And so they did, they did a really good job and, uh, it's often running to the races now. So yeah, yeah, man, it, it's been a good year. We've, the uh, machine's been good. Uh, sod's been good, but now we're getting to the point Christmas lights are about to be up upon us. Uh, we're cleaning a bunch of trash cans right now. So just trying to keep up with everything. It's, it's crazy, but we're excited for equip. Excited to see everybody there. It's gonna be a fun time. Yeah. And, uh, we'll talk about that in just a minute, but I wanted to let everyone know we are coming to Jeremiah's, uh, neck of the woods to, to Matthew's Manor. Uh, February 23rd and 24th, uh, February 23rd is a Friday night. We're going to open up the lawn care life conference. It's the fourth one. Um, we're going to have, uh, Jason, I don't know who this band is, but he's got some band coming. Uh, really? Yeah. Friday night, bring your date, you know, bring your wife. We're going to have, um, he's, you know, they're going to have drinks and, and, and dinner catered and then live music in the background. And I think Alan Haynes even going to give a, give the keynote speech that night and then just, dinner and music, um, there. And then all day Saturday, we're going to have, uh, speakers. Um, we're going to get Jeremiah involved. I'm not sure yet if we're going to have you podcasting or what we're going to do something. Um, Jeremiah and I will be there. Caleb will be there. Almin, um, Naylor, um, Jason Creole, Alan Hain. I'm not sure if Stan genetics coming, but, but, uh, we're hoping he's going to come down. And I think, I feel like I'm leaving someone out, but, um, anyway, Mark your calendars, February 23rd through 24th. But you mentioned the big one that's happening here in October. What's your uh, your strategy or master game plan for Equip Expo 2023, Jeremiah? Yeah, so we're coming into town on Tuesday. We'll probably get there around lunchtime. And we, uh, I don't even know what the schedule is. I just know, I know whiz, uh, whiskey. Uh, I know Mitchell's got his thing at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen. Uh, I think he moved it up to the afternoon, actually, now. 4 p.m. Because- 4 p.m. Yeah. First 100 people get dinner sponsored by the CRM that we recommend, Jobber. Yeah. And uh, if, you know, after that, you got to pay if you if you str- straggle in, you know, at 6 yeah, o'clock. I'm actually using Jobber for my, uh, for brighter bins. It's been, it's been pretty good. So trying to get used to it and figure it out. But um, yeah, it's, it, we'll come into town on Tuesday. And then I think we got the opening ceremonies Tuesday night. Um, Wednesday, we'll get in the show early, just try to get some content and stuff from some brands before all the doors open. Uh, and then, cause once the doors open, it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just everybody, it's a madhouse running around. So shaking hands, kissing babies, hanging out, having a good time, um, talking to people there. Uh, and then just Savannah's coming with us. So it'll be cool to, uh, be able to show her around. We'll walk around everything, maybe get on, get her on some equipment outside or something, uh, get her out of her comfort zone a little bit, but yeah, we got. That's uh, how got, you get views on Instagram, Jeremiah. Have her have her running a machine, man. I tell everyone, get th- throw a woman on a moving machine <laughs> and a trending sound. There you go. Yeah, and then yeah, if no, they we, do, and then if they do something like funny, like I had a uh, what's her face, 
Natalie Albertson on a 144 inch mower doing, you know, looking like she's drunk. That was heavenly, man. That was hundreds of thousands of views pretty much every time I posted that video. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Wednesday we got, uh, I said show up and Wednesday. I, I think we got walkthrough at night. Thursday is Thursday Wednesday is, night. Uh, 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 there's a bowling bowling game going on Mac and steel bowling. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, uh, I, I don't know what Wednesday my evening plans are for Wednesday yet. Like I said, figure it out as we go. Uh, but when it's the, the Thursday, we got morning show, um, bright and early. Uh, and I think actually the 5k is Thursday morning too, right? Um, I, I don't know. That, the, 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 you you got to be running the 5k now. You I got be. 5k in my wallet, but not, I ain't running. Um, no 5K. <laughs> I, I don't actually well, care around $5,000. So don't, don't get any ideas. You know who we know who we're going to jump at equip this year. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think it's Thursday morning. I don't think it's Wednesday, but 5k is Thursday. Uh, maybe it is. Wednesday. No, it's not oh. Thursday. Cause the morning shows Thursday. It's probably, maybe it's, it's probably Wednesday. Wednesday morning before the show. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, 5k we're going to, we're bright early doing that. And then we got the morning show on Thursday. Uh, we got energized that afternoon. Excited to be a part of that as well. So, um, that's going to be a fun time. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see everybody there. I, he, Brian didn't invite me to be a part of that. He invited you though, huh? What <laughs> well, in the world, I didn't get, Fullerton. I, I didn't get put on the list, the famous list that's been going on Instagram of what table you would sit at. So that's that's my uh, touche back to you. So okay. I get to be at Energizer. I don't, I don't get to be on any of the five tables that's making the rounds on Instagram. So there were some people on there that I was like, who is this guy? But uh, no, I, know, I didn't. I didn't see you on there. I didn't see Naylor on there. Yeah, I don't know. Brian stirring there's, there's, up trouble, man. <laughs> There's too many. There's too many to count. I love it though. Everybody on there was great. Uh, I, I would hang out with each and every person on there. So um, there's so many. Yeah, there's so, that, just, that just proof how many people give to this community. Um, I, I, I looked it. at it, Jeremiah. I've interviewed 24 of the 25 on on that list. The only one I didn't interview that was on there was the Tom Wheelwright or Cartwright or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, Tom Wheelwright. Yeah. The um, I think he's an accountant for um Kiyosaki or something like that. <laughs> CPA, yeah. yeah, so I haven't I haven't interviewed him because we, we already got Megan and Joey Coberly on the show, man. We Yeah, but they're not a CPA <laughs> though. They're just <laughs> right. They're they're uh good all right, dear my um <laughs> I just blew that up. They're not bookkeepers. I mean they're not they're CPA, bookkeepers, they're, they're the best in the biz, man. But the other yeah, they are in the biz, yeah. Back to Brian's uh controversial post, um uh, which which <laughs> was a genius post on his end because it's it's all the engagement makes it yeah. Like it keeps popping up in my thing. I'm like, man, so very smart move on Fullerton for when you have engagement on Instagram or Facebook, then they, you know, they send it to more people. So you got all these people commenting, but um, 24 of those people have been on my show, which just shows you, you know, how great this community is that, you know, I've only ever had one person blow me off. Um, have you ever, so do you had, you had the Brentzels on, you had AJ and Alicia on? Oh yeah. They were at the hype house. Um, Let's, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I had them both on. I had AJ on like separately and then his wife, um, yeah. separately. So yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. They're doing, they're doing great things. They're doing really big stuff now. At least she's doing some coaching and things. So. Oh, great. They're, they're great. Well guys, uh, we're going to, we're going to stop right here because, uh, Jeremiah is going to interview me for his show and I want to, and then I have an interview with, um, Naylor and Angelique. And so my, my schedule is, um, very tight but thank you for your time jeremiah how can people connect with you what what's your podcast shout it out yeah man uh, growing green podcast all major platforms growing green on instagram not growing yellow 
That's right. You're hungry, man. You're hungry. All right. Thanks for your time, Jeremiah. See y'all. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.